What's going on, guys? I'm Derek. And I'm Doug. And it's Sam. And you're listening to Gaming and Chill, episode 82. Thank you all for joining me. Woohoo. 82. That's, um, a lot. Today on the show, we'll be discussing what's been going on lately. We've had two weeks off. Our E3 prediction, the Okami HD release for the Switch, and Zombieland 2's supposedly coming out in December, uh, I'm sorry, 2019. Oh my gosh, I'm really excited for that. Yes, it is. Uh, This episode is also sponsored by Humble Bundle. We'll hear more about that later. So how are you guys done been going this week? Hey, my week's been pretty eventless. Uh, Doug, what about you? Um, well, so my basement well my house um, <laughs> almost caught fire this week <laughs> and what were you doing okay so here's how it was came home actually i might have been home no came home was watching tv and i hear this like the best way i can describe it is like plastic models on a shelf in the middle of a earthquake but it seems that it was just kind of like shaking I'm like, that's a weird sound. We we don't have earthquakes. Cool. So I go over and look at them. But then I notice, wait a minute. I don't think that's uh, models. So I have, I have my flashlight on my phone on. Look up. And there's smoke coming out of the fuse box. Nice. Huh, that, that, that's not good. Open it up. A little bit more smoke. Take the cover off. And lots of smoke. And then, like, kind of looking at it. And then my fiance Kelly walks over, looks at, it and goes, "Yeah, the fuse is on fire." Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, can you go grab the fire extinguisher? <laughs> so we fire extinguish it and shut off the power and spend the night, you know, sleeping on the couch upstairs because obviously there's like now that fire retardant dust that just kind of floated everywhere. And the smell of singed wire, which is apparently really toxic, apparently. And, um, yeah, that was the night, that was the evening, and got it fixed, and got everything cleaned up. But occasionally I still have that, like, singed wire smell on occasion, especially because, like, my desk is right beneath the fuse box, so I'm just like, this fuse box is gonna blow up and, like, send a fragment of the panel cover my skull, isn't it? (laughs) Have you watched Final Destination lately? Uh, no. But, uh, let's see. That, and I finally got rid of the Buick. Oh my gosh. (gasps) They finally... (laughs) There needs to be celebration here. It's like it's been going through and it's been sitting out as a bait car for how long now? (laughs) Okay. So, like, I think the last time... Okay. So, it... I'm not sure if this has ever been discussed of what happened to the Buick. (laughs) Ever on the podcast. So... Two days before I started the job, where, like, I, I work with you, Sam. Yeah. I went and got my oil changed. Okay, cool. Oil and all the fluids. Cool. And, like, the car had been running a little warm, but it was also, like, September. So it was, like, ending of uh, summer, so whatever. Of course it's going to run warm. 
Like, it's summer. Duh. Yeah, and then the next day I go to record the podcast over your house, Derek, because I was still doing that. Yeah. Coming to your house. And on the way there, I'm like, wow, my car, like, got really hot. Huh. That's a little bit weird. And then after the podcast, like, I looked it up. I'm like, cool. I'm going to go to Valvoline. On the way to Valvoline, it buries the needle in the red. And, like, smoke is coming out of the engine. I'm like, well, this isn't good. <laughs> well, this is so spooky. Get, yeah, this is spooky. Get to Valvoline. They're like, yeah, I think what might be a crack valve radiator. Cool. So then I... They refill everything, like, overfill it, and, like... Uh, get to this mechanic. This is a good mechanic. So I go there and get my radiator replaced by a sketchy Russian dude. Uh, and, I mean, why not? Right, because that's what I do. You fix, you fix, duh. <laughs> and that costs $300, which is, you know, fine. Like, hey, that's a brand new radiator. Like, no, not a brand new, but a radiator. I was like, there's nothing brand new about that P-Way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, great. Well, I'm driving home, stop and get, you know, uh, gas or whatever I got. Stop the gas station. Look underneath the car because, you know, I'm still, like, paranoid. It's still leaking. That's weird. Hmm. Park it at home. Drive it, like, one or two more times. Think I'm back to your house for another podcast. Still leaking. Hmm. So I go back to him. Yeah, apparently, like, the thermostat housing unit was broken, and it's going to cost $500 to replace. Yeah, no. So, at that point, I had stopped driving the car and had started driving my fiance's car. And there's a whole, like, saga of things needing to be repaired on that. <laughs> Doug's like, automobile woes. Like, two weeks after I, like, started there, it feels like, I had to get the thermostat housing on her car replaced. But it was still under warranty. So, like, out of, like, $900, paid, like, 100 bucks. Nice. So then, recently, in February, I bought my car... And went and got her car fixed because the something was wrong. I forget what it was. I hate it when my something breaks. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things that like, oh, like man. caused the engine light to come on and things like that. And I think I remember telling you about this, Sam. Yeah. And then got that fixed and then I got my new car. My uh, Versa. Now see here, you gotta get your something or other fixed because it's going all flibberty gibbered over here. You gotta yeah. make sure you have extra blinker fluid too. <laughs> yeah, the headlight <laughs> fluid. Man. So that I finally got rid of the Buick today, because remember when I started the job, I pretty much like parked it out front, and it's been a bait car ever since. Yeah, I say it's a bait car because I'm not sure that this has been said on the podcast. At one point, like I open up the car because I needed to get um, the windshield uh, scraper out of the car because we had that huge like snowstorm, not huge but ice. Yeah. On the new car. And so I'm like, I need to scrape that. Because I had to borrow yours that one night. Yeah. After work. So we, you know, I get in there. Completely forget. And this is what I forgot. The key was sitting in the lock on the side of the car facing the sidewalk. <laughs> like, okay, in the door? Now, to make, to make in... this, this story even better, Doug, you have to give background of, like, where you actually live. <laughs> I live, and was it, we've checked since, like, Christmas, and this was in, like, still February, because I, I, yeah, I first in February. Yeah, it was in February, because we were saying, it's like, oh, I was looking at a house, so I pulled up Louisville's, like, crime map that they have. And apparently I live in, like, 
crime central because it's like what over a thousand crimes in a month yeah well the thing was is that we went through and we had like a four week time frame we were looking at and we what was it we narrowed it down to like one mile of your house and apparently it was so bad they had us go through and readjust the settings of our search because we hit the maximum 1,000 crime limit that was allowed and legal or allowed by the program. So we had to manipulate it for like a week and just dots everywhere. Okay. Only <laughs> show me the violent crimes. Still over 1,000, oh, huh? Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah. So, so back to the story where the key is now hanging in the lock on the, pa- the passenger <laughs> side, so the sidewalk side of the car. Now, mind you. In Crime Central. Yeah, in yes, Crime Central. In Crime Central. Because, mind you, it's two keys. One to get the door, one to actually start the car. And, That's odd, but okay. <laughs> I mean... Well, yeah. I mean, it's not really that odd when you consider it's like a 20-year-old car. Fair. So, I get back in my new car, and I head to work, and, you know, forget that the key's in the lock. And, you know, the car's probably not even locked at this time, because I didn't relock it. You're just kind of going, if it gets stolen, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Pretty much. So, for about three, four days, I'm just like, man, I probably dropped the keys in the snow. That's probably what happened. Hmm. So, you know, one day I come home from work, I'm like, I really need to find those keys. <laughs> so I'm like looking around, looking around, I'm like, maybe I left them in the thing. Okay, let me go grab the other set of keys. Grab the other set of keys. Go to, like, put it in the lock. I'm like... Hey, I found the keys. <laughs> <laughs> so you had the keys in your car door for three to f- two to three days? Three to four. Three to four days in Crime Center, and nothing was ever messed up with your car? No. <laughs> I mean, maybe they felt bad for him. <laughs> Why is or it's like a of money? I'm, it's I'm so confused. Their, it's like, I'm looking at this car. It hasn't moved for months. And it's got the keys in the ignition. Nah, bro. Cops. Smells like cops all over it, man. Let's not touch this one. Either that or somebody got in, tried to crank it, and it didn't work. And we're like, uh, crud. So they tried to act like nothing happened and put the keys back in the ignition. (laughs) No, see, when I tried to, like, throw it in the neutral today to put it up on the truck, like, it doesn't even, like, (laughs) it didn't even do that. It just goes, (laughs) <laughs> nope, well, don't even do anything. I can throw it in neutral. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a dying <laughs> cow. <laughs> Did not even do that. It was completely silent. Wow, you got an electric car. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so wow. the Buick is gone. So The then, dead grass is never going to grow back. There's no grass there. <laughs> Well, I mean, because I parked there for, like, ever. So, Since like, September. Since well, September. I mean, like, I would, like, pull up through the neighbor's driveway and up onto the grass. Nice. And so, like, it, like it, there's tracks there, and I need to put sand and stuff and, like, rebuild the ground. Nice. <laughs> so, today, and so after I got rid of the Buick and, like, did all the house tours and, like, I've just been, like, busy today. And then I went to go pick up Little Caesars. Nice. And pick up Hyrule Warriors, which we can talk about later, I guess. Because I feel like I'm dominating this podcast right now. <laughs> I was like, I have nothing that happened this week. I mean, it's, uh, a, 
the, the most interesting thing that happened to me is I learned how to speak to difficult people in a training exercise uh, seminar. That was about the extent of my week. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, wait, back to the start. So, I'm coming back from Little Caesars. I almost missed my own house because I'm so used <laughs> to the Buick being there. <laughs> I, I believe it because I swear if I ever had to come and get you for anything, I'd be like, where's that Buick? No well, Buick. You'll... I must be on the wrong street. Well, to be fair, that's the only time, the only way I've been able to discern which house was yours when I've gone to pick you up. Yeah. So now it's like, Sam, I need to ride to work. Cool. I have no idea where you live now. I'm going to drive I'll, past I'll your house. I'll be standing on the corner with like an old girl, like Revolutionary War lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Is he worry. got a powdered wig on? That's dedication. <laughs> that, that's dedication. I feel like it could be kind of racist, though. But dedication. <laughs> I feel like in your neighborhood, it might be really, really, really racist. Yeah, maybe, or it might maybe. be considered that. It may not be, but it might be oh, considered that. Sam, care to, ask, care to pose the question that I asked yesterday, or do you want me to pose that question? <laughs> okay, so Doug comes back from break and from I'm lunch, going from through, lunch, from lunch, and he's been gone for thirty minutes. And his first question he asked me, "Okay, Sam, you're looking for houses," and I'm like, "Okay, yeah." This is a theoretically. I was like, "Is this really actually theoretically, or is this only semi-theoretically?" I'm asking because, for a friend. He yeah, lives in Canada. You've never yeah, met him. Yeah. So basically, he's like, "Yeah." So if there was two perfect houses, they were both the same exact price, but one of them, your neighbor was a neo-Nazi, and I'm like, "Oh great, where's this going?" He's like, "But he's not like an outgoing neo-Nazi. He's like the yeah." It's obvious he's got the swastikas tattooed to his arm. His uh, Basically, he might burn a cross out in his yard every month or so. But he's really actually a nice guy to you because, you know, you're white. And he goes through and he takes out your er, takes out your garbage for you every once in a while. Mows your lawn if you've been sick, anything like that. Doesn't go through and push his beliefs on you at all. He may invite you every once in a while to go to, like, some rally, alt-right rally or something. But he, he's just the... To keep to himself, dude, other than that one occasional cross-burning. Or, on the flip side, you have a house where the next-door neighbor is beyond PC and is, like, the head of the um, homeowners HOA. association. Yeah, and it goes through and reports you for every small little thing and, like, is up in your face about how you're supposed to be PC about everything. It's like, which one would you rather live next to? <laughs> and, and then, mind you, I did stipulate later, you had to introduce yourself at any given time. Hi, I'm Sam. I live next to a racist. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, with that one. And I said, you know, to me, I grew up down south, so this isn't really too much from what I actually did growing up. So I was like, that and, of course, there's two different things. I was like, this is the, or the American dream worked out. The first one has his rights to his beliefs, and he's not forcing it on me, and he's not affecting me in any way. Now, he might be lowering neighborhood values, but <laughs> at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, he's not going through, and he's not encroaching on my freedom. The other guy, however, is in my face, distracting my life in every single way possible, and is more personal. And I said, you know, unfortunately, I probably have to go with the first option, because it's like, uh, you know... Neo-Nazi Nate apparently is a little less obnoxious than PC Paul over here. 
See, I, I thought that question was going to go differently of the neo uh, the Nazi, the neo-Nazi. Or you live next to someone who is aggressively vegan and does CrossFit. Well, yeah, the answer's still the same <laughs> either way. Right, it's like, uh, <laughs> It's like, and hey. You to, well, and you have to you... hear them do the CrossFit every morning at 645. <laughs> it's loud grunting with EDM music. <laughs> when you go through, Dude, and it's like catch that, that vegan whey protein broth. So there, it's like and that, that, and every time they introduce you, themselves at a party, they always tell them just like any other CrossFitter vegan that they're CrossFit or er, CrossFitter and they're vegan. Hi, <laughs> my name's Steve. I do CrossFit and I'm a vegan. You might think it's hard to get the protein being a vegan, but let me tell you, I found the best quinoa recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where Steve, was have you met my really racist neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> did I ever tell you that I actually did live down the street from a neo-Nazi one time? I think this is a story for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it probably is. <laughs> he didn't live there long. <laughs> didn't live there very long or he didn't live very long? I think he there... didn't live there very long. Okay, that preposition is quite important to me. Um, no, I did not just uh, got make it. My, my, impose myself doing anything evil. Got it. Uh, no, rule number one, don't implicate yourself. Rule number two, don't implicate others. <laughs> right. Um, wrapping up through the banter for this week, I think the most interesting thing I done was film a uh, film stuff for a commercial. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited about it, but I... Can't super talk about it, but I can say I filmed stuff for a commercial. Which nice. awesome. will the commercial come out? Um, the commercial will be coming out at the end of the month, and once I get the okay to share it, I will post it on my own stuff because I don't want to mix this sort of mix it with our stuff. Basically, I hear you. But uh, but yeah, it's actually interesting. But I think uh, Sam and Doug, you've heard me talk about it and everything, and I think that it's kind of an interesting, good idea. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And here, that's enough of our vague booking right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> vague booking. Right. Um, so why don't we go ahead and move on to uh, one of our main topics, our E3 predictions. Yes. Okay, so what are you predicting for E3, Sam? For I, I, let's, make some, let's make some clarifications. Show winner, best PS4 game, best Xbox game, and... Uh, a Dark Horse, a brand new game that you want to see announced. Do you think okay. you can uh, list those for? <sighs> okay, so what's the first one? Let's go uh, in order Show here. winner. Show winner. Show winner. I honestly think the new Red Dead Redemption is going to be a show winner. It has not been released yet, and I haven't seen very much of it yet, per se. Uh, like, Rockstar has been hinting at it, but I think that that's going to take a front seat here at this E3. Okay. I'm actually going to agree with you on that, because I really want to see uh, a Rockstar executive like ride up on a horse, like a real horse. <laughs> I'm on a horse. Be like, hey, <laughs> And just like, fire off like cap guns back. Red Dead Redemption this year, y'all, and leaves. I, I, I want to agree with you, but Rockstar has never premiered any of their games at E3 that I know of. I know. Which is really disappointing, but I would... Which would make it exciting. Yeah, so, which would make uh, it exciting. So, so do you want to move that over to your Dark Horse, then? I'll move that to my Dark Horse. Um, okay. Gosh. I think that uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be 
mentioned, and it's going to if okay if they finally debut it. The reason why is that they keep saying it's going to come out by the end of this year. If I'm not mistaken, Amazon still says that, right, Doug? Yep. I think I have it pre-ordered on Amazon. Yeah, so if it actually comes out here at the end of the year, and they're going to have to actually go through and remind people that this game actually exists because it's been so long, they're going to have to do such a good job with this that either it's going to be the winner, as I predict, or it's going to be the absolute worst and disappointment that everybody's going to go through and talk about. See, I mean, they announced, uh, they showed some videos yesterday, uh, GameSpot did, of, like, 15 minutes of King Heart 3. Yeah. The Titan battle mm-hmm. on the uh, Electric Light Orchestra parade float. Yeah. The train. Yep. It looks beautiful. It looks beautiful, but the problem is, is that does it have a storyline to go along with it? Yes. And <laughs> on top of that, <laughs> it's like, oh, what other Final Fantasy characters are we going to go through and what other worlds are going to be there? See, I think this is the time where they don't necessarily have to introduce a lot more characters they can just kind of drill down into the characters they have and just really give them a good base and foundation Mm -hmm. of, I would even like to see something like this, like the, everything after X time has been how the kingdom, uh, Keyblade war was. And we're reliving the Keyblade war because, you know, timey wimey history repeats itself. Bull crap. Things like that. Pretty much. It's like, because we have Riku, we have Sora, we have Kairi, and it's like, okay, cool. Here's, like, I want to see some really good stories. Here's how I want them to uh, announce it. At, like, day two of E3. Hey, guys, we know that you've been looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 3 for a really long time. We've got some awesome trailers to show you. And uh, we'll have an official release date announced. They go through. They show like 15 minutes of stuff. Brand new stuff. It's and not going to be 15 minutes. What, what it's going to be. Can I, it's let, going me finish, to be like, let me finish. Let me finish. I got The music that. from Kingdom Hearts 1. It's like up till now. Then it display, like, displays Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and all the other you know, Kingdom Hearts things. Then the stuff from 3. Okay. So it's gonna be like a thirty-minute presentation. Okay, I'll th- I'll buy that. But then the but then the executive walks up and goes, "We know that you've been excited and vehemently waiting for Kingdom Hearts three. That's why we released it, and you can play it immediately and go buy it immediately after this panel. Everybody leaves the panel, goes buys the game. No one shows <laughs> up for the next three days of E three because everyone is like." Screw what Bethesda has. I don't care about Skyrim for my toaster. I'm going to go play me some Kingdom Hearts 3. No one shows up. They automatically win Best in Show. Here's here's what I want to <laughs> see. Them like, okay, your tickets? Bring them out to the lobby. They're redeemable for more Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> and like, there's like this massive like... Oh mass exodus of just people running out and, of... Uh, and, and, I, okay. The game releases... Tomorrow, preload is uh, now. <laughs> I can just imagine news. Guy report. whips out his phone. He's like, "Sweetheart, boot up the PlayStation. <laughs> do it, do it now. I don't care if you're dead with the kids." <laughs> I can just imagine. And in a strange turn of events, there was twenty casualties at the E3 because there was a stampede. Bob, am I getting this right? It's over a video game. Well, folks, you heard it here. 
Video games cause violence. No, what it's going to be is like the weatherman's going to be like, uh, what video game, Janet? Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. You just hear like papers being thrown. He's like, I'm home. <laughs> Taking my personal day. Right. Real sick. Going to take the next three days off. Okay. Okay. So as far as like the best or the, okay, are we going by like the best or the one that will have the most hype behind it? Uh, let's go it's most. Anthem. <laughs> let's go actual best. Oh, actual panel. best panel. Like, has um, the mo- consistently the highest amount of wanted games. See, if it was going to the hype, the new Black Ops games coming out, which I believe is trash, but you know. Battle and, Royale, though, so it makes it better. No, it doesn't. Anyway. <laughs> shove Battle Royale games. Anyway, so we have uh, the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. That is supposed to be coming out. However, the only reason why I'm just like, hmm, is that going to be for both PS4 and Xbox, right? Yeah. Who knows? It is going to be both PS4 and Xbox One. I'm looking at it right now. Um, so, honestly, that's like the only game. I don't see any good games coming out for Microsoft, like, that are just, if it makes any sense, just Microsoft alone. Like, yeah, I think at this time... Sea of Thieves, though, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think cool. at this time, Microsoft kind of banked on some games. I think they really banked on Anthem. Sea yeah. of Thieves, right? And now, Sea of Thieves, but I don't think they're doing so hot these days. Now, guys, I do have good news. Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn, is coming out on June. If that oh, makes yeah. an appearance... I will think that that's going to be the best one that's been made. But anyway, I just really want to see a Shaq foot. I want to see Shaq run up on the stage and just like lay up a, like a double and just be like, "What, Shaq Foo, June?" But and walks away. But still, going back, I don't think I think Microsoft's going to blow it again this year. I I'm going to say this: it's that they're going to have two years in a row that they went through. PlayStation's got the upper hand. On, oh yeah, God of War this, carried honestly. them. Yeah, God of, God of War carried them, and just I I can see these game titles. Like I'm looking at the lists of games that are being going to be released coming up soon, and all of these are like PlayStation games. I mean, yeah. for example, Spider Man, the new Spider Man so, game, game is going to be yeah. a great game, and I think that's going to take away the show at one particular point in time. But how in the world did they get the rights? To Spider-Man. Well, it's because they were Sony. <laughs> yeah. Sony had the rights to Spider-Man. Probably wrote in that agreement with Marvel that they were going to go through and keep the rights to make the video game. But yeah. I'm sitting here and looking at it. There are no good exclusive games for Microsoft, whereas there are pretty awesome ones. But yeah, Spider-Man's going to be my best show um, idea. And I'm sure, of course, they're going to go through and tie in any of the new actors with Spider-Man. Or it'd be even funnier if they get the older actors for Spider-Man to go through and do... Tobey Maguire does the black, <laughs> Toby uh, black does Spider-Man the... up there. Does the hip thrusts up there. And you're like, I kind of almost forgot that existed. Thanks, yep, Tobey Maguire. Exactly. It's like, oh, and there was the third Spider-Man. And then we're like, mm, that didn't happen. I think Russell and I at work were having this conversation the other day, like, ah, can't get rid of that third Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, actually, I I do want to add... I will actually defend Spider-Man 3, because that was what Peter Parker thought was cool, and when the black suit wasn't making him evil, it made him 
loses inhibition, and so he thought, hey, that's what cool people do. Cool people do not do that. <laughs> right. But that's what he thought was cool. Um, I do have one uh, question to add in there, um, and then we'll move over to Doug. What is something you hope is 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 never brought up again? Like, oh, what is one game you hope not to see? One game I just could care less about seeing at the moment is if they went around and they didn't have black ops in there or call of duty i would sit there and be like wow they finally went through and put that cash cow out to the pasture fair enough agreed i like it okay doug what do you got best show i'm gonna go say spider-man okay spider-man because it's one you're coming off the infinity war hype yep and so you can easily make that last uh, announced costume for pre-order. You could have that be the, well, I think we all know it by now, the Iron Spider suit from Avengers. Dang it, man. It's <laughs> not, it is not a spoiler. It isn't a trailer, sir. Right. Uh, but, like, I think that's what they're going to announce. And I think Tom Holland might actually show up and just be like, yeah, it's the Iron Spider suit. No, he would have spoiled it already. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. A game I hope they never mention. If I even hear the words PUBG or Fortnite, oh yeah, no, I agreed. will lose my mind. <laughs> yep, because I'm yep. tired of hearing those games. Like, uh, we I've been watching Tyler play it uh, from Better Than Static. Yeah, he's actually good, and he actually like it makes it fun to play. But then like you boot up the game itself, and you're just like, wow, this is not my game. And the problem is like. There's a good way to do a uh, Battle Royale style game. Make it like um, Sword Art Online 2, the Gun Gale arc. Okay. But have a solid single player, and then have monthly like Battle Royale tournaments. Okay. And that's for ranking. Can we... And y- your gear travels into the tournament. Can we just go and say here we're not endorsing that game? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. Here's the thing. Unkill Online, I'm endorsing it. Fatal Bullet, not so much. Yeah, no, exactly. Fatal Bullet, the, no. Like, Fatal Bullet sucked because <laughs> they, we're going to play Gungale Online. Cool. There's a really cool thing like the Battle of Bullets from the C- uh, anime. That would be a really cool, like, Battle Royale style game. You want to know what's Because you carry your gear that you've been grinding for into the game. You want to know what I'm so going to do? So if you're a good player, you play. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm actually going to download that game again, because I actually uninstalled it, I was so pissed off at it, and see oh, if yeah. they've released any updates for it, especially now that they've released the new SAO Gun Gale, um, ever since, to see if there's been any you improvement. You know, SAO 2 has been out for like... Oh, no, there's a new no, a- no, SAO series. There's a new oh. SAO series, yeah. The Is Gun- there? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's strictly around like a new character um, for... Um, Gun Gale. That's basically what it is. So I feel like they I'm released also... the game and they're like, hmm, maybe we should go through and get s- get some of it. I think they're on like episode six because I have Crunchyroll membership and like simulcasts. Nice. And I was like, oh, cool. So when it's popping up over in Japan, I get it one hour later. So hey, nice. Um, um, go ahead. I'll say I do think that Nintendo's gonna rock the show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they do every <laughs> because, year. Like that video I sent you, Doug. <laughs> Yeah, because they're having the Splatoon uh, World Championship Invitationals. 
the ARMS challenge, uh, Invitationals. Are you going to try to compete? Super Smash Melee. No, I am not good at any of those games. You could be. Super Smash Brothers, Mario Tennis. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to compete in the online tournament for that. Hey. I, Mario Tennis? Yeah, me too. I will go through it. I will play Mario Tennis against people all day. That was I like my... I will stream it. Path to the Championship. We are going to go through and we're going to go against each other. It's going to be the new Wimbledon, man. Uh, <laughs> sir, you need a Switch. You need a Switch, sir. <laughs> but I played that game, Mario Tennis, on the Game Boy Color for hours. That Mario Golf. You ever play those games for the Game Boy Color? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like the best ones. Okay. Um... But I also think that they're just going to... They don't have to announce much for Smash except for a date. But I also think that it's not necessarily an E3 thing, but kind of the Nintendo Treehouse, which kind of happens at the same time. Yeah, we're, we're, we're counting it because they do it at the same time. They're, they're uh, cheeky about it, but we all know. We're going to see uh, Smash. Yep. We're going to see Metroid Prime. We're going to yep. see we're new going Labo. To see Yoshi. Oh boy, yeah. Labo. I have not yet built my Labo stuff. We got to do that. We yeah. really do. Um, are you good? I think Nintendo's just going to come out and just be like, yeah, what up? We're back. The Wii U sucked. We know that. But, uh, yeah, you're still going to come crawling to us. We got the Smash. We got the Splatoon. We got Mario Tennis. Come at me, bro. Okay. I think best in show, automatically, Nintendo. Yeah. Yes. Because they're going to announce one game that will make the internet burn down with the love of a thousand fanboys. Kanye Beatmakers 2018? <laughs> Yo, did you know? It's actually going to be it's actually going to be an Animal Crossing trailer with a Kanye song over it. Just like every other movie trailer now. Um, no. What's a, what's a god to a king and it's just Nook with a crown on his head? Yes. <laughs> 2019. They're going to go, Animal Crossing is going to be available 2018. First and foremost, the show is over at that point. People like, lose their mind. Last year, or even during Sm for the Smash trailer, it broke everyone. It broke the internet. Reddit was afire with Super Smash Brothers stuff. Oh, yeah. Everything was burning because of it. Animal Crossing comes out, you not only get the hardcore gamers, like you and I, Doug, and Dan Sam, did you play Animal Crossing? Oh, of course. I played okay. Animal Crossing on GameCube. So, the three of us, who are avid gamers, who have played every game pretty much since then, I would say, for most of us, for two of us at least, and we love this game. It's like catnip to us. It's like... Colombian cocaine to Scarface. <laughs> it's true. Uh, you mean Tony Montana. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Like I've seen Scarface. Um, it's like, it's it's addictive to us. But then you also get the casual gamer. And then if they go, and it's uh, we have introduced a new mode, uh, it's Battle Royale, um, <laughs> then everyone will burn with hatred. Um... <laughs> Animal Crossing Battle Royale. You take your shovel and you... No. Pitfalls. <laughs> Nobody can see pitfalls, but if you fall into a pitfall, you lose. That would actually be an amazing game mode. All right, it's saying. called bal Balloon Battles. You have three balloons on your back. If you fall into a pitfall, you're disabled for a while, but then like you can get hit with like shovels and nets. <laughs> I love it. And that pops the balloons. I would play that mode. <laughs> um... 
I think the best game, well, that'll be the best game announced. Um, Anthem. Anthem will probably be up there. Okay, yeah. the only reason I didn't put Anthem in there is because, like, they've already featured it last year. Oh, yeah. The thing was is that it's like, oh, yeah, this game's coming out. And, like, Microsoft used that as, like, their default, right? That was, like, one of their big releases. No, honestly, Sea of Thieves was. Yeah. And I joke, but it was, that was their flagship, like, it's only on a Microsoft, so computers and Xbox. And yeah. it's a good game as long as you're playing it. But once you're not playing it, it's not. Or but a disappointing, yeah, or a disappointing Forza game. But still, yeah. anyway, it's one of those things where it's like the only reason I didn't say that is because it's like, what do you do? It's like, hey, this is the game we promised you last year, but it's not even coming this year. It's coming next year. Yeah, that in the words EA. Yeah, and yeah. E what are you, what games has EA actually released lately? Every sports game ever. That is, I swear to God, that was. About 20 minutes of their 30-minute panel last year. Oh, It was yeah. about 20 minutes of sports games and 10 minutes of Battlefront. And that's why I don't like... I honestly agree, don't buy EA products. But here's the thing. One, you're only hurting yourself because EA is never going to look close. Because we all know those guys. It's like, oh, gosh, I can't wait for 2K19. And you're just like... It's 2K18. It's the same as 2018, which is the same as 2K17. Yeah, and of course... For a while, they, like, support the old games even to the next year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, yeah. It's like, um, it's just like, okay. bruh, you're the one who's keeping EA intact. Like, if I want, if I want Anthem, I'm gonna buy Anthem and not feel guilty about it. Oh, yeah. I, just, I didn't buy, I boycotted Battlefront because, I mean, if I want to play as Darth Vader, I don't want to spend two hours to play Darth well, 200 hours or whatever their requirements were to play as Darth Vader. I want to play as Darth Vader. Oh, now. you guys remember I went through and I had a had the Battlefront for like the the demo, and then when I found out that it was going through to be like pay to play and pay to unlock, I just basically dropped it completely. Dropped it like it's hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Um, I think the one game that I never want to hear about again. I'm gonna agree with Fortnite. Hmm. Um, not to, I mean not to throw shade on anyone who does play or stream Fortnite. But I noticed it a lot uh, when I joined this community uh, of Twitch streamers and everything. It's like, playing Fortnite, and I'm sitting there going, you and about 100 people in this community alone are playing Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. Fortnite is, is, you know what? Fortnite is great for the people that can get into Fortnite. Like you said, I've been watching Tyler from Better Than Static as well. I can appreciate the game for what it is, but playing it i'm just like i don't care about this like it's a first person shooter that is not amazing it's i couldn't get into PUBG well because i'm like it takes five minutes to load into a game it's okay to be and, fair i'm gonna give this to fortnite is that they basically took the idea of PUBG and they oh, did yeah. it better in a matter of like a couple of days so it no, was like, 100% oh, agree. yeah, and it was like, okay, cool. And then also they didn't make it so it's pay to unlock. You watched the stream when I tried to do PUBG the other day, and I was like, oh, I'll just unlock this uh, case here, and you have to pay for keys to unlock the case you've earned. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I'll agree. Fortnite is better than PUBG, but I'm just burned out on Fortnite because oh, it's true. like go through Twitch and it's like Fortnite, 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 Fortnite. It's like, can we get something else? I'd really like something else to watch, please. Because yeah. unless they're really good, and that's why I don't stream Fortnite in truthfulness. It's like, I'm not great at it, and I probably could probably try to get better at it, but at the same time, it's also like, 
I don't have that much time to dedicate to get it that good at something to make it entertaining to watch. And especially like you make one mistake, you fall off a cliff, you die. That's it. Yeah. And, like there's no progression in the game. So even if you suck at playing, if you if you never get the chance to expand your skills, like if you die before you get to start practicing building, you never get to practice building. Yeah. If you die before you get to practice shooting a certain gun, you're never going to learn that gun. Whereas yeah. like something like Monster Hunter, if you die while trying to learn a new weapon, you still have the same skills. Yeah. You still have the same tool set every time you go face the But monster. to be fair also, Fortnite wasn't actually designed as a battle royale game. It actually no, it was a horde game that people played and then once they went through and had or PUBG came out, they're like, "Hey, we could do that." And then they did it better. Oh, 100% agree. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Um, we can talk about that on a different podcast. Oh, of course. Uh, are we good with E3? I think I'm good. so. I'm looking forward uh, to I it. I think we'll probably have another conversation like a week out, because it's still like a month away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I fear we'll have a, maybe we'll have a conversation before and after. Like, yeah. we'll write down our expectations, what we hope and everything, and, and then afterwards, we'll, did it meet? Did we, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. Okay. But uh, before we move on, let's hear from our sponsor. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. On to our gaming news. We have Okami HD being released on Switch. Yes. I say, are you going to buy it? Well... I say that. I say yes like that. Um, maybe. There's a lot of other things I kind of want to buy. Uh, like, in four days, I have four different games coming out, honestly. I have Mega Man... Carry on. Is, that, is everyone okay? Yeah, I just sneezed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I just have, like, what? <laughs> I heard this... It sounds like someone's, like, tactically breaching or foundation <laughs> um, sorry i just took somebody out that was coming through my window <laughs> dang it siege um i have Mega Man one and two legacy collection Mega Man x one and two legacy collection nice. at the end of the month i have dark souls two copies of it for playstation switch nice. i have by the end of the month i have street fighter 30th uh, anniversary collection and then i just recently got um Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition Collection, and I'm probably going to get Octopath Travelers. Nice. That game looks dope. Yeah, it does. And probably uh, Blaze Blue, because they're going to have characters from Ruby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, there's just a lot of games that are coming out, and like, if I were to buy every one of these titles, I will double my Switch game collection in a month. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I probably won't be buying it for roughly the same reasons. Like, now that being said, I will buy it as soon as it goes down in price and becomes like I can buy it used. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Sam, what are, you, what are your thoughts on buying a Switch to buy this game? I, I was watching the gameplay. It looks beautiful as far oh, as... Oh, it's a beautiful oh, yeah. game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm almost afraid of bringing it into the modern and actually playing it. Because I remember, like, reading the articles growing up. Because it was on, what, PlayStation 2? Yep. Or it was on GameCube? Uh, PlayStation 2. PS2. Never having it on PS2, but just, like, reading the articles and... Bare, like watching the gifts that were on like Newgrounds, and so I'm kind of afraid of taking that like Magic. mystery and like legacy of it, and bringing it in and be like, wow, it kind of controls like a tank. Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, let's move on to anime and TV news as we're getting ready to wrap down. Uh, Zombieland Two aiming for an October 2019 release with, oh, with yeah. the original cast. Yes. Yes. I'm both excited for this and super nervous about it. Yes, I was about to say the same exact thing. Now, I believe that Zombieland is one of the best zombie movies made of all time, just because of the uh, You're forgetting Resident Evil? Check well, yourself? Okay, I will, sh- I will literally <laughs> hunt you down, man, right now. <laughs> I broke you right there. Oh, random story, um, by the way. Um, when I was a kid, I watched like the original Resident Evil movie that was released. Yeah, and oh, like yeah. that was Great like movie. the first R-rated movie I ever saw, and I saw the laser scene with the hallway. Literally couldn't walk down hallways without getting scared for like almost two weeks after the watching that scene. So I have a question. Like we're we're all adults here, um, and I've watched several movies since then. What's the deal with Mila Jovovich's career? Uh, she makes movies based upon what her what her husband wants to make, and that... she enjoys showing showing up naked in movies. Yeah, see, so she always wakes up naked in movies. Why is that? I think it's somewhere in her contract clause, but, I mean... Like, it kind of bothers me on a level, because, like, Fifth Element, one of my favorite movies, she wakes up, like, in that one, it literally makes sense. She wakes up naked, of course. She was just, like, reborn, obviously. Yeah. Like, why every Resident Evil movie? Like, there's no need for that. Like, really, come on. Yeah. But um, I think that they did know. such a good job with Zombieland mixing, like, serious scenes with completely unserious scenes at the oh, same yeah, time. Absolutely. Just like, oh, man. Like... I think, honestly, Woody Harrelson carried the movie. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, man. I really want to see it have, like, self-referential humor and on a level. I really want um, Eisenberg to just, like... You, what, you expect me to come up with a plan? What am I, Lex frickin' Luther? <laughs> My f- and just, like, I want them to, like, kind of break those things, but, like, that is legit something his character would say. My favorite thing in the world would be if all of a sudden Bill Murray's zombie shows up out of nowhere in this entire film. Like, like they yep. just kept him around. <laughs> yeah. It's just in the yeah, back Murray, of the car. Can't kill Bill Murray, in the back guys. of the car. There you go. I like it. I'm excited for it. Also, super nervous about it. Oh yeah. But. The only wait. What did the little girl, who like uh, what was it? Not Tallahassee. It was Little Rock. Yeah. What did did she ever go on and do anything else? I don't know. I'll have to look it up after after this. Cool. So, anything else? I think that's it. All I right. I'm good. I'll see you on the next podcast, gentlemen. See you guys later. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. 
We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time. Bye.